Welcome back to the show. Well, my next guest um, is someone who claims to have never been bored, um, despite spending most of her time by herself. Uh, Jemima Fuddlecook, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a delight to be here. Um, Jemima, you've never been bored in your life. An old man once said, only boring people get bored. Ah, so you're not a boring person. That's right, yes. So do you lead a a life full of adventure and excitement? I I do certain activities, but a lot of the time uh, my excitement comes from within. Okay, so you find excitement in... Unless it's what some might find not Mund- exciting, mundane. Mundane, yeah, precisely. Or I'll just start thinking about something and really let my mind do the work of creating something fantastic. So do you do a lot of make-believe? I mean, say if I you I do were, a lot of make-believe, yeah. If you were doing the washing up, what would you, what would you do? Well, if I'm in my kitchen doing the washing up... Uh, sometimes I'll imagine the plates are like the tectonic plates of the earth mm-hmm. and uh, you will have to kind of be careful under the hot water uh, that they do not break and create a volcano of foam okay right so it's a challenge a volcano of foam is that, is that because obviously there is no lava in the sink only washing up liquid and bubbles yes so it's a little bit like that and uh, then maybe the knives and forks are like trees or mountains and I really see the world in a very different way uh, when I want to of course this is not all the time that would be very stilting to my normal life you know it's just if if I'm doing something mundane mundane then I will create something fantastic Mm. Um, you've written an autobiography um my life my adventure come see it um it uh, i'm really hoping it gets taken up by a movie production house because that was i was originally trying to you know make it into a movie script come, come see, see it, it. Yeah. but uh now it is a book so i should have i suppose said uh, come read it yes my life my adventure come read it well i mean is it too late to change that now I suppose it's being published, it's ex- isn't it? that, that is actually another book. That book is already out there. Oh. Yeah, it is a book. By you? By, no, no, by Helen Keller. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, hey, wow, that's incredible. Um, so, so this is all about <laughs> what has happened in, in your past. Uh, now, it, it's an interesting read because not a lot has happened in your life, a lot of people would say. Would say? Well, I mean, you obviously wouldn't. I mean, every day is an adventure for you. And, and, the, yeah. and the way you write things, everything becomes an adventure. But there is like a long list of just getting up, brushing your teeth again. Yeah. Um, going I suppose, to the shops. you know... It is a little bit of a philosophical book because those pages that you're talking about, which I think is a number in each chapter that are just repeated. And that is kind of like the challenge I'm posing to the reader. So when they are reading that, if they get bored, yeah, they should be picking up the message from the book that, 
okay, now it's my turn to turn on the magic. Yes. And I need to change these words into something fantastic. Just read different words. <laughs> kind of see them in a different light, a different way. Yeah. I mean... The letters are all there. Yeah. Do, oh, so actually trace between the letters to make up different words and maybe that will make an adventure. Why not? That's one way. That's one way. So, so I mean, that's what I do, you know, if you're reading a very boring article in the newspaper. Yeah. You, you know, just... You can just change it all. Change the, the, the arrangement of the letters in your mind and read something fantastic. Um... Your can I bring up the subject of your sister? Now your sister Dorothy uh, Fuddlecock, she she is known as the most bored person in the world, isn't that right? Yeah, this is a family shame. Uh, oh really? Does she is. Rest- how do you say uh, the black cat? A black sheep, I suppose. Oh. Or is she actually a black cat? Uh, it must be a slightly different phrase. Um, in German. Well, she did take up cat burglaring one time. Yes. Out of boredom. Can I ask, not do out you of have sheep need. burglar? Is it sheep burglaring? In no, English? you could be a sheep rustler to steal sheep. And what's that? To, That's to, to steal, steal sheep. sheep. Yeah. Because in Germany, being a cat burglar is not to steal cats. No. No, well, it's not here. Okay. Like, it's to actually to move like a cat, to be yes. very stealthy like a cat. Yes. Yes, yes. And uh, and to break into places and steal jewellery. She stole the crown jewels uh, in London. Yes. And... Um, she is, you know, for somebody who lives a life such as she, how sad it is to be so bored and lonely. Yes. Um, yes, she, she, she does find it very boring. That was her plea in court. I'm yeah. bored. I'm bored, so I'm doing all of these things. You know, she um, is currently building a spaceship uh, with which she has already gone to one of the exoplanets. Um, one of the exoplanets? <laughs> one of the planets that are outside our solar system. That's right. How and she, she found them so boring, she says. She, she travelled across the galaxy. Mm. How did she do that? I oh, mean, that's she an has incredible created discovery. A, yeah, she has created a ship that can go faster than, uh, much, much faster than the speed of light times uh, light. Light the squared. The speed of light times light. The, the light speed squared. of light squared. Well, I, yeah, I, mean, I suppose that's in the equation E equals MC squared, isn't it? E equals, yes, but that's just another another thing that has a squared in it uh, no it's actually specifically the speed of light squared oh yes <laughs> of course because light is energy have yes, you yes, yes, have you read do you read much uh, I read my own book for spelling errors oh that's the only thing you've ever read well you know as a child you must read to learn how to read okay of course but you wouldn't read like I mean I suppose if you just find like a leaflet that comes through the door fascinating you wouldn't be bothered with uh, a brief history of time. Uh, no, I would find that overwhelmingly interesting. I think uh, so. I avoid things that are really going to be too interesting. You know, so I do, of course, read things. As I say, if I'm reading a newspaper article, I yeah. may change it up a little bit in my oh, mind. Oh yes, of course. But um, I don't like to overstimulate myself, and that happens easily. Jemima, can I ask what did Dorothy find on the exoplanet? Salt. Just salt. 
Just regular table and, salt? And pepper. Wait, pepper? That's like from a plant, isn't it? How is there pepper on the on this exoplanet? Well, I suppose it was... Um, these are the two things that she brought back. Oh. Um, but I think she saw many things, but she said it was all boring and she didn't write it down. She said yeah, she, she met did. a guy and... <laughs> So he, she met alien life. She met a guy and they were having coffee and um, or their their version of coffee. I think she said it was called um, or something like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And uh, she says that he was telling her about the history of the exoplanet. Of course, they do not call it an exoplanet. They call it planet. Oh. something like that. Something okay. like that. And uh, she said it was so boring that. She would not want to repeat it back on Earth. Mm. Uh, she's been approached by uh, other people to to kind of disseminate what she found. And she says, no, she cannot do it because it's too boring to repeat. Mm. Wow. Um, is there, have you ever been tempted to go along with her on one of her... She does not adventures? invite me. Oh. Uh, so tempted, yes. But, but can you be talking. Temp- Oh, yes, no, we are still talking. Terms, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, can it's tough to be tempted to do something that you're not invited to do. I suppose so. I mean, you know, it would be. Are you tempted to meet? Uh, are you tempted to meet? Um, you know, some. Who do you love? Who? Who? What famous person do you love? Um, Shakira. Would are you tempted to meet Shakira? Yes. But it is not likely. I guess not. But you could be tempted to, like, steal something. Yeah. You, you but haven't been invited to steal something. Yeah, but that's more likely. It's more attainable, the experience of stealing something than, rather than meeting Shakira. Mm. Do you ever go on holiday? Yeah. Bournemouth's bath. These oh, were, yes. These I were thought both you were living holidays. there. Oh, they were... They, they were research trips for the book. <laughs> just have something to write. Could you just write about living in Bournemouth and Bath? I, mean, I had something... no experiences up until the date that I decided I wanted to write the autobiography. Nothing. Ah. I sat down to start writing the book yeah. and I realized, oh, I have absolutely nothing to write about. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. But I, I mean, I suppose one would think that you would just you would just describe the adventures that you have, you know, the way that you wash dishes and think about volcanoes, but instead you just mention washing dishes. Uh did you read the whole book? No. Yeah, because I, mean, I do. I do go into that. Oh, okay. Um, even though my editor did ask me numerous times, please, can you edit down these chapters? Because they really do go on. And it's like it's like reading about somebody's dream, which is not interesting mm-hmm. for the reader. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, you know, of course, some of my pages are not written, but merely mind maps. How, how does that work? <laughs> are they written down? Or no... So what, is it just blank pages and just... It kind of looks like um, a squiggle. Oh, right. But they are mind maps. They are maps of the mind, which we don't know really what's what's going on in the mind yet. So uh, this is my 
theory of of what's going on in the mind. Mm. It's what just, feels like it's just going on. squiggles. <laughs> um, what? Uh, so, do you have a job? Well, I got a good advance for this book. Um, and I also... So did you have a job before writing the book? Uh, well, no, I did not have a, a job before because, of course, a job would would have... Uh, would have been interesting. Been an experience, yeah. I suppose. Um, now I... So uh, how were you living before you started writing the book? You mean... I mean, how did you eat food? What about, <laughs> did you pay for rent? Yes, yes, yes. Um... I am on state welfare. Oh, okay. And um, I also do nixers. Oh, okay. What kind of nixers do you do? Dog walking, uh, old person talking. Talking to old people or talking like an old person? (laughs) I would do either, whatever you like. Um, I also have on my uh, CV and on, um, I use the site uh, gum tree yeah. to get work um, I also uh, help out uh, with washing up or um, kind of various uh, what I, I call myself is a mundane doer so I'll do any of the mundane tasks that you have and um, I'll find them yeah that's what I was going to suggest like wouldn't you be great at doing jobs that a lot of people would find boring yeah so do you do those? I mean, yeah. dog walking doesn't... A lot of people... I don't think people find dog walking that boring. Yeah, well, um, that Maybe is something like, that I haven't been employed to do so much. But um, it's something that I will do. See, I cannot... It's hard for me to differentiate what is interesting and what is not interesting course, for other people because I find it all interesting. Yes. Uh, terribly interesting. If you were just, like, watching, like, a red light or something for eight hours, like, that would be boring to most people. There are subtle changes that go on Mm. with the red light. Yeah. uh, Because generally the surroundings will change, and that will change how the red light looks. Uh, Also, it'll make me start thinking, wow, what could a red light do? Yeah. And what, did you come up with any answers? I did. Uh, a red light, which uh, was fiery hot like the sun, could could support uh, plants, plant life. A red light that was... <laughs> I suppose that's just the sun you're talking about. A red light that uh, had two wheels and the gears and that could be like a bicycle. A <laughs> <laughs> red light with consciousness and family could could um, be a papa. <laughs> what um, what did your own papa do? How, uh, how did you end up with this fascination with everything in life? Papa uh, Papa was a baker. Okay. Uh, Papa uh, was a a great baker in uh, the small towns that we grew up in, um, making all sorts of um, German treats. And um, he did not talk much to us. Okay. Uh, He let us do 
what we like and um you know we learned how to ha- have to be independent from a very young age um so you see that's is that that's where you diverted from your sister and and you went in opposite directions one with complete interest and one with complete boredom i suppose yeah i mm. mean at one time i suppose we were very similar for someone who's interested in everything i mean it doesn't <laughs> seem like you actually you actually have any interest in that like um i suppose uh we should probably let you go because it yeah. actually this oh yeah I should say that this interview was supposed to happen yesterday but you you were walking here and you just ended up so interested by everything around you that you yeah and currently i'm trying to get um material for the sequel to my book and i went on a holiday to uh, the isle of man so it was a long walk it, through the sea <laughs> I uh, had to wait myself down. Yeah, you walked underneath the sea. I walked along the seabed. Wow, that's pretty incredible. That that should be something that she should you should write about. You think that's interesting? Yes, that's very okay, interesting. Okay, that's interesting to me because I, I, as I say, I don't know if someone else is going to say, "Oh, okay, that <laughs> sounds like washing up to me." Yeah. Right, no, that's very different. Like, nobody else does that. I think that's how you should know that things are interesting. Well, I saw um, some interesting uh, sea life and uh, cables and um, a lot of rubbish. So mm, yeah. I, I could write something about okay. all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. Mainly, mainly how you did it, I suppose. Would be okay, yeah, yeah. Pulleys, weights... Um, I, I, yeah, I also, oxygen. I've, I also heard that you're, you're, you're going to go and do a stand-up tour. Yeah. Can you, can you give us any of that material? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, welcome. Well, I should not do the no, intro. Please. No, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Welcome along to uh, the show, everybody. Uh, I'm going to tell some jokes and I hope you find them as interesting as I do. Okay. Um, a man walked into a bar and he fell down uh, two flights of stairs. And um, at the bottom of the stairs, he found uh, the Earth's core. <laughs> and uh, inside was molten and solids uh, combining and spinning in small eddy currents. And a fish that uh, was allowed to be um, made uh, to withstand extreme heat and extreme cold. <laughs> Brian, just fade us out. I don't think this is going to end. I don't think there's a punchline for this. Just You can just cut to an outbreak now, Brian. <laughs> We're swimming in the, in the molten and the solid sort of uh, mixture. And um, the man said, Whoa, are you 